Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the PK Sportscast. I'm your host, John, a.k.a. that PK boy. I've got Caleb Carell here with me and Matt Mango. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good, guys. How are we doing this morning? Oh, doing great, man. Glad to be here. Man, we've, we've got a really good set of topics today. I'm pretty excited to get into them. Uh, you know, I think the first thing we want to start with is, uh, you know, how did you guys feel about the preseason, man? Uh, it's been, it was kind of a crazy weekend. We got to see a few more starters play that didn't, a few more starters sit, so we got to see some more talent in other places. Uh, Marengo, what, what were your thoughts on this weekend, man? What was the most interesting game to you? Uh, man, really looking at it, I think that Baltimore and Arizona game, and I, I thought a lot of young kids showed out. And, you know, the most surprising was Isaiah Likely. That tight end, man, he looked like a baller. I know it's preseason, but he's giving me young Darren Waller vibes, man. I think he's very likely to make the roster. <laughs> I think he's going to do really well. And you know what? Don't sleep on Tyler Huntley either, man. If, God forbid, something ever happened to Lamar, dude, Tyler Huntley's a baller, man. They're not going to miss a step. But – as far as this weekend goes, man, I mean, like I said, I really liked Baltimore. I think they looked really well. I like some of their young guys. But what do you think, Caleb? I know you watched some football this weekend. Who stood out to you? I did. The only thing, like I said, I've never taken preseason very seriously. But come on. Detroit beat Indy. Like, what? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? I didn't have them winning anything, and they're beating – what my second seed in the AFC again? I know preseason, whatever. I don't care. Still, what are we doing here? Come on now. I know it was I, love, I lost ten dollars on that. I one. was gonna say, you know how <laughs> yeah. many people lost money on that game? I know. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, I won a little bit of money. I mean, I definitely bet on Indianapolis to win, but they covered the spread. So, I man, I had a double win. whammy. <laughs> I had a double whammy. I, I bet on the Colts, and then I bet on the Broncos. Trying not to be biased, went for the Broncos. That blew up in my face. But I uh, I will say, kind of running off what you said, Marengo, with the, uh, with the Ravens, did you guys know that's 22 straight preseason games that they've won? That is incredible. I know it's preseason, and it's not a regular season or postseason game, but like that is still a pretty crazy streak you got going there. Like, oh, yeah. would you say they have the most depth in the league? <laughs> I, I think it's really just getting ready for the regular season. I think they do a really good job of getting their boys hype. I think they do a really good job of getting their boys ready. And I, I think it just shows in the preseason, man. I mean, they're effective throughout training camp, I guess. I don't think they're going to do <laughs> crazy things during the regular season. I got them doing pretty well, but I don't know, man. 22 straight is hard to compete with. I mean, there's really nothing bad to say. That's great accomplishment for them. I'll give them a round of applause. You know, you won when it didn't matter. <laughs> it is, it is the most impressive yet unimpressive stat I think I've heard in professional. Sport. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like it's very like. What are the odds of that? I get it's preseason, but still 22 straight preseason wins. But yet, at the same time, it means absolutely nothing. Didn't they miss the playoffs last year? Like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey you know, speaking of that, though, you know, with what you said, Brango, I think you and I both have Baltimore winning their division. 
So that that's an interesting take. Like while we're sitting here talking crap, I do see them having a bit of a resurgence this year. I know that that sounds crazy with them losing uh, Marquise Brown and just, you know, not even making the playoffs last year. But I just don't see how a team with that kind of talent can just not produce anything. I think if they build some chemistry, I think Lamar really wants it, all this bad talk. You know how some of these guys can roll once they get a little bit of a fire lit under them. Um, they have really good coaching. I, I think that they are going to do something this year. What do you What do you think, Caleb? I think you have different uh, a different standing for the AFC North. Yeah. So what I have, I I actually have Cincinnati and Baltimore both going twelve and five. Um, okay. Differences. I have Cincinnati winning the division. Um, you know, thinking about, I mean, yeah, they're gonna. I, I think they'll be. I think they'll be solid. I mean, obviously, have them going twelve and five. I'm wondering, you know, young quarterback, um, are they going to be one of those teams that succumbs to Super Bowl hangover? I I personally, I don't know. Like, if I had to guess, I would say Super Bowl hangover is going to be an issue with them, um, especially that. I, I just, I don't see it. Um, I'm putting, putting my chips a little bit more into Baltimore, I'm thinking, if anything. Um but I, I still am going 12 and five. I mean, like at, at this point, like, you know, they made the Super Bowl last year. The only way they could go up is making this or winning the Super Bowl. And it's, I'm sorry, it's just not since he's here. It's not going to happen. Marengo, what do you think? Well, man, I mean, again, like you said, I got Baltimore winning the division, but I have it very close. I think Cincinnati's got a really good team. I, I know they came up short last year and, you know, Super Bowl hangover, everybody wants to talk about it. But, you know, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's nasty, man. One player don't make a team, but they got some protection around him. And, man, Chase is just a boss. I mean, I'm, I'm, he's, he's their Tyreek Hill. I, I mean, you just throw it up to him, that kid somehow comes down with it. He makes the most acrobatic catches I've ever seen in my life and somehow runs another 30 yards down the field. Again, two players don't make a whole team. I still have Cincinnati finishing second. I don't think they'll do any worse in that division, and I still think they're making the playoffs. As far, oh, no, as, they go, <laughs> as, far as going deep into the playoffs, I don't have any faith. I don't have any faith at all. But I think they're going to have, you know, a decent, a decent little season, get into the playoffs, and keep building on to next year. Well, no, absolutely. No, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that at all. I think they're still going to be a really good team. I mean, Joe is – Joe is disgusting. Like he's he, he's he's that dude. He knows what he's doing. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I think, you know this this isn't this this isn't this isn't a Cincinnati type year. I think Buffalo is resurging. I know not I know not AFC North, but I'm just saying Cincinnati's road to get to the Super Bowl is going to be very 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 difficult this coming year. And between that, the Super Bowl hangover, you know, Joe's going to have some time. I think he's going to have to have some time to get some of that confidence back, despite what he shows. Um, but, you know, I mean, I mean, maybe we never know. But as of right now, if I had to put money on it, no, I, I don't have I certainly don't have Cincinnati going back to the Super Bowl again. Oh, no. Oh, no, definitely not. And I, I wouldn't put him in the Super Bowl maybe the next two or three years. Right. Yeah. They've got a, they've got a lot of building to do. Joe needs to, you know, develop. He needs to mature a little bit. I know he's playing great football. I'm not saying he's not, but he still needs to grow into that maturity level and be the guy week in, week out. You know what I mean? Um, but all that being said, I think Cincinnati's got a hell of a football team. I think they're going to do well over the next five, six, seven years, you know? What do you think, Johnny? Hey, man, I think... <laughs> 
I mean, I I don't dislike the Bengals. Um, you know, had I dealt with a lot of flack from some Bengals fans last season, being a Chiefs fan. You know, really, in in my personal opinion, uh, Patrick Mahomes' first bad half of football happened in the AFC Championship last year. I mean, we've had some bad games. We've had some tough losses. Um, we got routed by the Buffalo Bills in the regular season last year. So I know, like, we haven't necessarily had uh, all good games since Mahomes took over. But I think as far as, like, being able to say your lack of quarterback play may have cost us a big opportunity, that was his first professional blunder. Um, and I think without that happening, I mean, we, we blew a three-score lead in the, in the second half. Really, the Bengals should have had no business in the Super Bowl. Um, and, and that's just my opinion on it. I, I think that they're going to make the playoffs for sure. I actually uh, agree with Marengo down to the game, man. I've got Baltimore winning the division at 12 and five with Bengals right behind them at 12 and five. Um, it came down to head to head and division rankings as to how I got Baltimore winning that division. But um, I still have Cincy. I believe losing in the divisional round might even be wild card round. I just don't see him bouncing right back. I think Super Bowl hangover for sure is a thing. If if it wasn't, maybe Mahomes would have went to another Super Bowl last year. But, <laughs> um, you know, I think, I don't know. It really could go either way. I, I'm rooting for underdog teams, so in that way I want the Bengals to win. But, man, those fans really riled me up last season, so I'm not necessarily going to be betting on them. <laughs> um, but what I wanted to talk about was some of the other teams in the, in the AFC North, man. Um, I know I had it listed as my regret last week. And I don't know if they're necessarily threats to win the division, but I think that maybe the Steelers do play a little bit more ruiner than I had previously thought. I think, you know, any team that has Mitch Trubisky at the starting position really made me makes me kind of cautious. But man, this picket dude looks like he could be starting. If you know, I think one bad game from Mitch, and we're gonna see Kenny Pickett go out there. And he looks really confident right now. I know he's playing preseason and he's playing against, you know, different sets of defenses. But um, if he can go out there and have himself a couple good weeks against some starting lineups, I think that we could see a much more competitive division, especially after Deshaun comes back after week 11. But um, Caleb, how do you how do you feel about the the Steelers this year? I know that you had them doing a little better than Marengo and I did. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I it, it's an organization that hasn't really seen uh, any kind of losing football, and you know, we're talking in a matter of almost, almost decades, really. Um, so you know, you can never you can never really just put them out. I, I I don't see how they make the playoffs in any way, shape, or form. Not 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 with Cincy and Baltimore being in the picture, but, um, you know, I, I still see, I still see a winning season. You know, I have them at nine and eight. I, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be a failure of a season, um, you know, so, to, so to speak. So, um, you know, this picket dude, this picket dude looks like he, he's, this dude's got confidence in him, man. He's just, I don't know what it is about him. He looks, looks really, really confident out there. And I think that's going to be good in the long run because, you know, kind of piggyback off what you said, any, any team that has, uh, you know, <laughs> Trubisky, like, it's just not, it's not going to be looking good for him. So, uh, I, uh, um, you know, Tomlin said he's not going to make any rush to make a judgment on, you know, who's going to be here, who's going to be there. So, I don't know. I, I think, 
I think it's going to be, I don't want to say average. That, that, that just kind of sounds mean, it, it, you know, to have an average football season. It's really not their fault. There's two powerhouses in that division. So don't really know how you can, don't really know how you can say that. But uh, uh, Mango, how we, uh, how we feeling? I'm feeling about the same, man. Um, but just to kind of talk about it, do you guys have any idea when Pittsburgh's last losing season was? Oh, Two? yeah, we talked about that week one, man. Yeah, 2000, 2004. 03, baby. Yeah. Was it 03? I thought it was, was 04. Was it 04? My bad. It's 2004. It's I thought 2004. it was 03. 2004 was their last losing season. Now, that over a decade of success, right? Mike Tomlin's been there the whole time. I don't necessarily say I regret my record for Pittsburgh because I have them finishing 5-12, and 12, man. I don't have them doing very well. But hang on. <laughs> hang on now that being said Kenny Pickett looks nice man like I said like I've been saying with all the other teams I mean it's preseason you can't you can't really read any more into it than that we won't know until he's facing the number ones week in week out so I mean he could have his struggles but I'd tell you what man Mitch needs to watch out because Kenny's coming for that job and if I was in Pittsburgh I'd be highly considering starting that man week one but I don't know, man. I think if I had to redo my pick, I still have them finishing third in the division. I, I mean, we'll talk about Cleveland later because I'm not even getting into that right now, but I have them bringing up the rear. So, I mean, maybe they give Cincinnati a little bit of a fight. I think they take one of the games from Cincy in the year somewhere, but I don't think they're a real threat to take the division for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. But... I think they, they've got a really tough schedule. Um, and that was kind of how I got through the season. And I realized, um, you know, my regret is I've got them four and 13, just based off the weekly games that I saw. We don't really know how strong they're going to be. So it's like a huge question mark with them. Any team that's going through this kind of quarterback change. I mean, they just lost Big Ben and he was pretty much their entirety of that no losing record span. So it's like, you know, Tomlin's great coach. I think he can really get these guys up there. They still have a nasty defense. I think they just added like miles Jack too. So, I mean, they're solid. Um, so I wish maybe I would have had them ending up more in the seven to 10, eight and nine range, but I think this could be their first losing season in a, in a, what, 18 years. So, um, I guess we'll just have to see what I, um, I do agree. They'll be, they'll be third in the division. But, you know, we start looking towards, you know, I know it's not even, we haven't even started the regular season, but let's talk about next season. Then you've got Deshaun Watson starting in Cleveland. And honestly, they should be in the hunt with Baltimore and the and Cincinnati for the division already. But, you know, with them not having a starting QB for th- two thirds of the season, you know, um, I don't expect much from him. As you guys know, I had him 2-15 and 15 without Deshaun if he didn't play at all. I think even with him playing the last five games, he's still going to be – they're still going to go under 500, right? Um, but, man, starting next season, I think that, you know, you're looking at a one of the most competitive uh, divisions in football, and usually we leave that to the AFC West, but <laughs> um, it's going to look crazy. Uh Speaking of the Browns, though, and, and I'm going to save my opinion, Marengo, I'll let you start. How do you feel? 
How do you feel about the the new verdict of 11 games, $5 million? What do you think of that? All right, man. And we're uh, and to be clear, we're talking about Deshaun's suspension. If, if you know, you know, right? <laughs> you, know, you know, man, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an attorney. But, you know, I, I think I am a pretty good judge of knowing what's right and what's wrong. I'll leave it at that. Um, but for the NFL to bring this man back at week 13 on one of the most high-profile games the NFL will have this year because Cleveland's going to Houston – you're going to tell me that that was a coincidence. And just to caveat off of that, who gets an 11 game suspension? That's just, I, I don't, I don't understand it. Like I said, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an attorney. I'll leave it at that. I think it's just, I think it's very odd. And <laughs> man, there, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that, uh, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I just think it's I think it's kind of co- coincidental that they're bringing him back week 13 as soon as he's supposed to go back to Houston. But, Caleb, what are you thinking, man? I mean, this is a very huge topic in the NFL and honestly around the U.S., around the world right now. Cause, <laughs> man. But what are you thinking, brother? I mean, it it was we were um, we were kind of talking. The three of us were talking last night. This is what our audience doesn't really they won't know this, but you know, when we were talking last night, you guys had brought up something. Um, it, it was it was that stat, and I didn't realize who they played, who Cleveland played after his suspension. Um, and you know, I, I I had some time to sit on it, and you boys are right. Where? Anywhere have you ever seen an odd number game of suspension? If it's not one or three, maybe a fringe five, but 11? An 11 game suspension? No. After you guys told me that stat, I sat there, I thought about it. Uh, no, no, there's there's no way that that's just a coin. No, no, it is not. <laughs> that is, that is, that was done. That was done purposely they knew what they were doing the nfl marked that they had a star on that game when they went and talked to an attorney okay they were like okay listen listen, whatever we gotta do get this we gotta get him on the field (laughs) they did that on purpose there is no way i'll be damned if that was just a coincidence there's no way sorry for my language fellas there's no way that that was man i i want to know how that conversation went like I don't know if Deshaun was in there or if he just had representation with, with the, in that meeting, but I want to know where they went in there and said, hey, you know, like, do you think he went in there and said, I just want to make sure I beat the shit out, excuse my language too, I want to beat the shit out of the Texans for giving up on me, or was it, hey, got a lot of people looking forward to this, and, you know, depending on where Cleveland and Houston end up, they may not even play each other next year, year after, so it's like, I don't know. I, it definitely seems like a lot more than a coincidence. I tried Googling last, like, players who have had an 11-game suspension can't find anything outside of Deshaun Watson. I don't know if that's because of the recency and just, like, Google ads and how that works, but, I mean, it sounds pretty crazy, man. I mean, you got Calvin Ridley missing a whole season because he put money on a game he wasn't even playing in. So it's, like, <laughs> kind of crazy. What, and Brango, you look like you got a little more to add, man. Go yeah, he it. does. I was just about to say that. Go ahead, <laughs> he's, he's I just want to know. There. I just want to know, like, why this? Why? Why is this such a high-profile game? 
You know, I, I understand Deshaun's going back to Houston, whatever. But Cleveland's not finishing better than two and fifteen. And I've got Houston at three and fourteen, man. It's one of the most who's the biggest loser game. Like why why does it matter? You know? But you know, I'm not I'm not a rep. I'm not a rep. You know, whatever. I I'm gonna leave it at that. We can move on to the next segment. Johnny, if you got another piece, go ahead and take it, man. <laughs> Man, I can't, I, I can't, I can't with this Deshaun Watson thing right now. <laughs> I don't have much more to say than what you just said. It would just be, you know, I'm pretty sure at that point in this season, I think that's where I gave, I, I don't even know who I gave a win there. Like, I know I've got like five or six wins total between Houston and Cleveland. And yeah, I think that both teams are sitting at about one or two wins at that point in the season and they get one off of each other. Right. So it's like, I don't know. I don't necessarily think it's going to be that high profile, but like, you know, you're looking at it from a league perspective. You're right. This is a shit game. The records are terrible. How can we possibly bring in more viewership? I don't know. Let's make a controversial decision and let Deshaun come back and play his first game back in that fucking shit show. Excuse my language again. I'll have to bleep that, but yeah, yeah, they're I'm, definitely I'm, just trying. They're trying to get some revenue off of a uh, off of a boo boo game. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. This might be the most, like you said, high profile toilet bowl game I have ever, <laughs> I have ever in my life. Like, and they're they're milking the shit out of this, aren't they? Like, I can count how many wins these two teams might have on one hand. Like, this is. <laughs> This is I horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, listen, there's nothing, hey man. There's nothing listen, I got, I got, I got one say. more thing. I got one more thing to add on to this, and then we can move on. But do you, I just looked it up. Week 13 is when they play. And I obviously, we did all of our schedules without Deshaun playing. You want to know what the final score was in that game on mine? Oh, no. Overtime, overtime victory for Cleveland. I did give Cleveland the win. <laughs> Overtime victory, nine to six. No touchdowns. <laughs> hey, hey, man, with Desha- hey, look out though. If Deshaun plays, that oh, might yeah. be, it might be, you know, twelve to six. You never yeah. know, man. Listen, it's, 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 his, it's his first game back, man. It's his first game back playing against ones. I, I think he's gonna. He, he might have a couple good drives, but I think he's gonna get beat up, dude. I think he's gonna get beat up. I mean, really. All right, I'm going to end it on this one. When he comes back, he's playing against the Texans. I don't know necessarily how many people on that defense were there when he was there and that and that are still there. But I wonder if, like, just all, all the stuff in the press, like, you know, we try to act like players don't have feelings. We talk about everything like it's just what's on paper. But they do, man, and I bet you there's a handful of people on those defensive lines and those linebacker cores that – despise what this man is in the press for so like i just have a feeling he's gonna have people at his neck i could definitely see somebody getting suspended hitting his ass with a head helmet to helmet like i think he's gonna get beat up um not, not as much as he did in, in houston don't get me wrong not as much as he did in houston because they just had no line but <laughs> uh people are gonna be after him though man so I'm, I'm curious i like even knowing that they're just trying to get us to watch this garbage bowl game i'm gonna be watching it so i mean it worked <laughs> one last I'm very thing. excited see we keep going because it's like man this this has just been it's a juicy no man 
I was just saying what my score was. Week 13, I have Cleveland winning 10 to 7 in overtime. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, we're just going to have to wait and see. We're just going to have to wait and see, man. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, brother. This I can't is, believe I want to circle this game on my calendar, but I do. I really you know what? do. You know, you know what, man? I'm going to go ahead. I will. I will. I'll probably regret it. I'm going to put 20 bucks on Cleveland. I'm gonna put twenty bucks on Cleveland to win the game. Just be- <laughs> why not, man? Why not? I mean, they're gonna <laughs> if they're the odds. I mean, you're you could, you're gonna bet a hundred dollars to win one with those odds, dude. If, if Cleveland has Deshaun and doesn't win that game, I think that the Browns should try to get out of as much of that guaranteed contract as they can. If he can't even beat the Texans, he knows the scheme. I don't know, they're man. They're gonna be a garbage bowl team if he can't go out there and produce a win then you need to reconsider everything that you've done if you should already. But we have to move on from here because um, we're already talking about Cleveland. I'm going to make the smoothest transition in podcast history. Um, LeBron, he just got a massive extension with the Lakers for not making the playoffs. Uh, that's, that was a hater comment. I actually really like LeBron. Um, I see why the Lakers would give him a massive extension. But what do you guys think of it? I want to I throw this subject at Caleb because he is a Lakers fan second to his thunder. I, you know, okay, so LeBron, LeBron is truly that, that, that generational player, no matter where he goes, as long as he is playing basketball, he is going to get as much money as humanly possible. Um, that being said, um, he's, uh, this is the first time I think, and of course I'm not around the league. I don't know any executives. I'm not saying I'm like that, but just at face value. It just seems like now at this point in time, he is no longer competing for championships. Um, and, and not to say, you know, he's still good enough. Maybe somehow the Lakers do. I, I don't see it. Maybe everybody's healthy. They get some chemistry. They make, they make some noise. Um, no longer at this point in time do I feel like LeBron's number one priority is to win championships. And, I think that kind of says it all when, you know, he came to Los Angeles. Um, you know, I, I think at that point, a lot of people were saying, you know, okay, this is where LeBron is coming to retire. And, and you know what? Maybe so. He's still got another championship out in LA. Yeah, um, just as of right now, I mean, we're looking at what he's, he's 37. Am I right on that? And then he, I mean, like, yeah, he turns 38 this upcoming NBA season and he's still bringing home what? 40 what was that 48 million a year excuse me two year 97.1 million um like i said he deserves that money I, i'll give that to him absolutely but I, I his main objective anymore is to not win championships that's just my opinion how how john how are you feeling about that uh that one's i i i'm a lebron fan I don't know if I really want to believe that his goal is not to win championships. Um, I know that there was a huge narrative at the end of this last NBA season that was about, you know, oh, LeBron, he just wants the scoring title. But then he sat the last couple and just like pretty much let Joel run with it, right? Um, Because I think he could have won it if he really wanted to. And I I don't know if the narrative being pushed so hard made him backtrack and not do it to save face. I'm not really sure. 
Um, but I would like to believe that he's still out there to win championships. Like, do I think that maybe, you know, at the near the very end of the season when they could have snuck in a play in, did he kind of slow down? Sure. But he was supposed I supposedly had like an ankle injury. Right. So I don't really know what you can do about that. I mean, the man's 37. If he doesn't think they have a chance to win a chip, there are three games left in the season. He's got a messed up ankle. He could try to play for a play in or he can make sure he doesn't ruin his next season and come back stronger. I don't know. It's really hard to say. I would like to believe, though, that he's going to come out this season and win a championship, or at least go for it wholeheartedly. I mean, he he had a post after they were eliminated from contention, um, or I think it was during the first round of the playoffs. He had a big tweet, and he said, man, you know, watching the playoffs from home, I'll, it was something around the lines of like, I will never do this again because this shit hurts. And I'm that, that's verbatim. This shit hurts. <laughs> so I would like to see him come out next season and really do well. I think, um, I mean, he's, he's the GM, right? So I think that if he can get those boys excited, Anthony Davis can play more than a third of the season. And West, like, I think if he has a talk with Westbrook and they can learn how to coexist, like I'm also a Westbrook fan too so it's like i for the first time in a long time i actually want a super team to win right i i would like this super team to win especially because they're a super team that didn't even make the playoffs last year so like are you really a bandwagoner if you go for them this year i'm a nuggets fan i'm always gonna root for them first but like it's a cool story man i like westbrook i like lebron i cannot believe they didn't make the, the playoffs i'd love to see him come out here and shut some people up and like lose to the nuggets in the western conference championship that's how i would love for everything to happen but (laughs) i don't think that's going to i'm just saying that's what i would like to see um but but short answer summed up i don't think lebron is quitting on winning championships i think that he's very much a tom brady-esque player that wants to stack his rings and his legacy over scoring titles and making big paychecks so did you have anything you wanted to add on that marengo uh, I mean, not too much. I mean, I think you guys kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, I, I agree a little bit more with, with John on this. I don't think he's done competing for championships. I think he's trying to sustain where he's at more than anything else because he wants to play with Bronny. I think that's where his mindset is at right now. He said, keep me in the league until my son gets here. They'll get another ring and then I'm done. But that's that's about my only take on the whole LeBron thing right now. I mean, I think it's all about sustainability for the next few years. You know, it's kind of incredible you say maintain. Um, and, and you're absolutely right. He clearly does not have the same impact on the game as he once did. But, you know, if you look at it just from a pure number standpoint, he still averaged 38 and 6. 30 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. On paper, that is that is insane. And then you think about it, he's 37. He'll be 38 this upcoming NBA season. To average 38 and 6 for a 37-year-old, I, I I understand not the same impact he played on a, I don't know, can we even call that a super I mean, team? Might have been a super team I mean, 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> I mean, super old team. But- right. <laughs> But I mean, at the same time, I, I mean, he he had Russell Will or Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook passing him the ball. I mean, Russ had one of the worst seasons that he's ever had, and then Anthony Davis right. was hurt. Anthony Davis was hurt for three quarters of the season. So I mean, who else was going to score? 
<laughs> you know I what mean, I mean? No, and, and, and you're right, but it just it, I I don't know. I'm not I'm not taking anything away. I'm th- I think that's incredible. No matter who he's playing against in the NBA, that's all star talent. I don't care what anybody says. You make it to the NBA, you're damn good at basketball. But I mean, if he ain't got nobody else on the team, I mean, he's got no choice but to take the rock himself. And that's I mean, that's Le- that's LeBron, man. That's LeBron. He put the whole team on his back in Cleveland and got him a chip. He had Kyrie. He did have Kyrie. But I, I, it's just going to be very, very hard because the main objective was to play through Anthony Davis, who played a whopping 40 games. And honestly, that 40 game mark, I didn't even think he hit 40. I thought he was going to be lucky to hit 30. The fact that he played 40 games, where? Where did he play 40 games? Where did he play 40 games? Lakers might have might have made a playing game if, if he would have played if he would have actually played 40 games. I don't remember seeing him 40 times this year. I'm sorry. Um I think now, LeBron's those, gonna have a lot of work. In those 40 games, what was Anthony Davis averaging though? Do you have that pulled up? He was averaging, you're not gonna believe this, 23, 10, and three assists. Hmm. 40 games this year. He still averaged 23 hey, man, points a game. Listen. I don't care what he was averaging, uh, and I think any coach or GM will agree, availability is the best ability. If you are oh, one of the best players on a team, and you like that is why a superstar like Kyrie Irving, you, you're skeptical on whether you want to give him a contract because is he even going to play half the time? You know, like those things really do make a huge difference. Um, you know, relating to Chiefs fans, you know, I think that was a big part of the Jamal thing, you know, Jamal back in the day, if you're old Chiefs fans, you know, uh, Jamal Charles, amazing running back, got hurt, was a little less available in his final years with us. Um, but uh, we do need to move on to our next topic. And I'm and kind of speaking on the Chiefs, I wanted to move over to the Chiefs. Uh, I'll shoot this one to Marengo first. Uh, what did you, did you see anything stick out this week? Anything changed from your idea last week? Uh, not too many changes. I, I think our our number ones did really well, as expected. Um, you know, we, we had talked a little behind the scenes about Karloftis and Chanel, man. And I got I got some stats pulled up on uh, Karloftis. He had a couple sacks. He had about five pressures. I mean, he was in the backfield on damn near every snap. The kid just looks ferocious. I know I touched on it last week, said so the same thing. I am really, really excited about this kid. But you had actually brought up to me right before we hopped on here about Leo Chanel. And I tell you, man, I watched some Big Ten football. I watched him at Wisconsin. Kid was always mean. But in interviews, he's the nicest guy. He's the nicest guy in the world. But he has given me real, and I mean, you can say whatever. He's given me real Ray Lewis vibes, man. He's got that switch. And when he steps on the field, he is a monster. He's ready to take somebody's head off. I know he's still a rookie. I know it's still preseason. He's probably going to need some time to mature and go through the motions and figure out the league, but watch this kid in a year, man. Watch this kid in a year. I think he's going to be a massive part of our defense. And I think we're just, I think that's the big question mark right now. You know what I mean? Is we know our offense is going to produce. We've got great wide receivers. No matter, we're going to score. We're going to score points. It's just that defense right now, we got a lot of young guys on that side of the ball. We have a lot of new pieces coming in. It's just, we got to get that mesh factor. You know what I mean? And see what it's really going to look like. But Caleb, I see you over. I see you over there thinking. What are you thinking on it, bud? I'm worried. I'm worried about the run game. Yeah, we can win a lot of games in the air. Um, but I'm. 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 Re- I read this stat 
Yes, preseason, whatever the case may be. Um, did you guys realize that we averaged less than two yards per carry mm-hmm. against Washington? Um, the longest non-quarterback run was just six yards. Um, like I said, preseason, whatever. But who was running? Who was running this weekend? I mean, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I understand that. It's Pacheco, just, I'm just saying. A that, new rookie? Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. But is that is that something that we have to – is that going to be a thing going into the regular season? That's, that's you, my question to you guys. I, I will say I've I, – I was big on this guy when we got him, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I was huge on him when we drafted him. Um, kind of – like I said on my last segment, though, availability is the best ability. Am I a little underwhelmed with how he's performed based on my expectations? Yes. But I like this guy, Derek Gore. I think he looks amazing. He runs with his head down. Um, I didn't see what his stats were for this week, if he even played. I'm pretty sure he, he took the start over Pacheco. But um, I'm ex- I, I'm actually very excited for our running back core. I think, you know, I don't know if we end up keeping all these guys, but you got Clyde. You've got Pacheco, you've got Derek Gore, and, you know, silently, we've got Ronald Jones. Like, we don't, like, I think that we have a lot of competition in that running back room, and not all of them are going to stick around. So I think the ones that we do keep are going to have grit, and they're going to be ready to go. Well, no, um, no so I wasn't not... saying necessarily that it was going to be like a, a failure. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to cut you off there. I didn't think, I didn't, I wasn't saying anything like that. I was just thinking... Like, is that, is that something that we're going to have to take into the regular season just to take into account? I know that's what they're going to do. I just you – know, I didn't know we should be worried going into the regular season. Results you know, you know who – You know who neither of you guys have mentioned, and I'm kind of taking it a little personal? Jarek McKinnon. <laughs> Jarek McKinnon. Thank you. I knew I was missing somebody. Listen, you can say whatever you want. He had so want. much great last season. Oh, we have man. so much depth at the running back position, which is great for us. Because not only do we have depth at the running back position, we have more than enough depth at the wide receiver position. Our tight ends, Jody Fortson is a freaking boss. He's back this year. We got Noah Gray, who was kind of underwhelming last year, but we have the best tight end in the league in Travis Kelsey. You go into our running back room, we got Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I'll touch on that one in here in a minute. I don't think you guys are going to like my take very much on that one. But behind him, I know I mentioned Jarek McKinnon, Derek Gore, Rojo, and we got that new new kid, Isaiah Pacheco. Man, I think our run game is going to be fine. I think we're going to be able to use those guys in a lot of different ways. Andy Reid loves the screen game. They're going to be coming out of the backfield, and I don't think the defense is going to be able to keep up with all these guys we got. Now, <laughs> let's circle it back to Clyde. I love Clyde. I love Uh-oh. him a lot. But I think we can get – a nice little piece for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And I don't necessarily think we need the kid. I, I love him. I think he's great, and I think he'll do really well somewhere else. But with the depth we got and his availability and how he's really kind of underperformed, I I get, I, I, I get it. Everybody loves the kid, but I, I just don't see him being here in the next year or two. I think that he, before we can do that, because I definitely thought about that. I was kind of hinting at it when I said we may not keep them all. But I think that he's going to have to have a better year before we trade him. After last year, there's no way in hell that we're going to get anything out of him. I think if he takes the start this year, he balls out. He has a decent season, 800 yards, a couple touchdowns. I think we can at least get something out of the kid. He's still young. We just got to make sure he's not hurt and that he can actually make some moves this year. And, you know, he could potentially even earn himself like a, a permanent stay. 
but you know, um, running back ain't what it used to be. You know, now we're keeping we're keeping the cheap ones because they run with their heads down and they're young. But so he better do something in the next season or two, or he's going to be looking at little. He's going to have a rough first contract outside of his rookie one. So right. Um, what I wanted to add though is talk about our depth at wide receiver. Um, we have so much depth running back. And I'll go on the record to say this. I may not be as hyped up on them to say they're 15 and two like Marengo, but I think, um, you know, you guys might have seen our little trailer that uh, kind of blew up on TikTok and stuff was our little nine and eight segment from last week. Um, had somebody tell me that the Chiefs are going to go nine and eight. And I set a poll online and about 50, 55% of you people agreed that they would go, excuse me, nine and eight or worse. So I'm here to tell all of you to the camera directly, you're insane. And not only will we go nine and eight, but we'll be better than 12 and five. And I wish I could change what I put on my stuff, but I'm going to leave it at 12 and five. But here's what I think. We have so much depth at wide receiver running back. And for the first time since Mahomes' first season as a starter, for the first time, defenses don't know where he's going. They know Travis Kelsey's a huge part of it, right? That's fine. But really think about how that first season went. The first game against the Chargers, I'll never forget it. I'm sitting at, uh, I was sitting at a Twin Peaks drinking beers with my dad watching this game, watching them play the Chargers. And this man had like five touchdowns to five different receivers. Anthony Sherman being one of them. Shout out to the sausage. But like this, like you just don't know where he's going. You can you can lock down Kelsey all you want. But we've got MVS. We got Juju. Uh, we got McColl. I saw that potentially, I don't know if I necessarily want him. We were potentially going to bring back uh, D-Rob. I don't know if y'all saw that. But um I'm just saying, like, we got a lot of a lot of pieces out here, man. And to think that we're going to be this terrible team is kind of crazy. Um, we lost the Honey Badger and we lost Tyreek. That's huge. But I think our defense actually got a little bit better. We were able to add some key pieces. We're talking about Karloftis. We're talking about Leo Chennault. Um, I don't think they're going to save everything. But I think we just have this, like, more of a – a team like a whole team we're not gonna win based on our two superstars that get a thousand yard receiving yards every season it's gonna be just the team in general Mahomes is gonna get a lot of credit but I I will go on the record and say that he he goes for 4,800 yards this season plus with 45 touchdowns that's and that's being realistic, honestly, I would I wouldn't be above saying he's going to have a better year than his first starting season. Um, I'm I'm really starting to talk myself into it, man. I really am. I think that they're going to be solid. Uh, I don't know what you guys think, but that, that's my take. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'll leave it at this. I believe in Reed Veach, and these boys are going to get it done for us, man. Brett brought all the pieces together. Andy Reed is. Arguably, not in my opinion, but arguably the most talented head coach in the last 20, 30 years. I mean, he's he is so it put you can put Bill up there too. I mean, Bill Belichick is great, but whatever he had Tom Brady and a great fucking team. Excuse my language, sorry. I'll put him right. <laughs> under Bill. I, I hate but, the Patriots, but I'll put him right under Bill. <laughs> but just just to, just to end it, so we can kind of we can kind of move on, and I'll pass it over to Kayla before we do. But 
like I said, man, I believe in Andy. I believe in Brett. I think we got all the pieces. It's just really figuring out how to play together. And I think we're going to get locked in here in these first few weeks, and we're going to go on a run. Um, I think it's I'm, – I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you boys. Let me let me just say that. I know it kind of may seem like I'm kind of going on a different – I mean, I had, them, I had them winning 14 games this year anyway. Um, so I'm not saying I'm, – I'm, I'm not saying – what I'm saying, I think – I think we're going to kind of start out slow. I think we're going to start out the first few weeks slow. We'll do our thing. We come back second half. That's great. We're going to need some time to work all these pieces in. Um, I, I'm just not, I guess, how, how do I say without sounding like a hater? I love the team. I love how it's constructed. I think you guys are, you guys are right. Hopefully I'm wrong about the run game. I'm that's great. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit more worried than what you guys are. I, I don't know. I really can't. I'm trying to think of the right words to say, and they're not there at the moment, if that makes sense. Like, because we're, I mean, we're talking about Marengo had him going 15 and two. <laughs> like, I and just I stand behind that. I think I'm on the, and there's nothing wrong with that. I have him 14 and three. That's only one game worse. I just look at, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to catch a lot of heat. I, I, I don't think the Chiefs are, I don't think the Chiefs are that. I don't think they're that team this year. But you have them 14. I have them 12 and 5, and I gave you my take. I think that they're so, solid. I think that they're I don't, solid. I don't have them yeah. going to the Super Bowl, but I think that they are going to be wait like 9 and 8, dude. I don't think they go worse than 11 and 6. And that's, and that's what I was going to say. That TikTok really got ruffled your feathers, didn't it? Because 9 and 8, now oh, that's, yeah. that's blasphemous. That 9, that's worse than not no <laughs> i gotta do this once an episode i gotta do this once an episode y'all know this but when i got on i had i hadn't looked at my tiktok in a few hours after i posted it i got busy but i started looking at it and i noticed it was starting to blow up i was like what the hell i had over a thousand likes on it whatever but then then after i was excited about it blowing up i look at the poll itself and the last i remember it said 53 percent of voters out of like 400 something had said that the Chiefs were going to go nine and eight or worse. So to that I say, I felt hoodwinked, bamboozled, and flabbergasted. That's ridiculous, and I think all of you need to be drug tested immediately. Yeah, but, the, the majority of your voters were got to be Broncos or Raiders fans. It just it has to be. That's that is insanity that that many people said nine and eight or worse. That that doesn't even. I, I'll get I to the Raiders later in that. I'll get to the Raiders later in this podcast. We got a little segment for you guys. Unfortunately, it has nothing to do with you guys being any good, um, as usual. But what I want to talk about <laughs> wow. is um Tom Brady came back to the Bucks. Marengo, I'll, I'll shoot this one over to you, man. Uh you know, I don't know why this this is a topic that's been so big this week is the fact that he just hasn't been around all preseason. But I guess he's supposed to be coming back. Um, what do you think about Tom Brady coming back? Do you think that there's going to be any kind of like uh, ruffled feathers, bad chemistry because of all the stories about him trying to go to Miami, trying to go? Well, I'll save that for the next segment. But, you know, he's trying to go other places. What do you think that that's going to ruin the chemistry there? Absolutely not. I, I think that Tom Brady can win this division very easily. I, I mean, he, who's he playing? He's got Atlanta, Carolina, and New Orleans. And the only, the, the only competition 
that I can see somewhat happening, and they might sneak by and get a game. Might be Atlanta. I mean, I've been really big on Atlanta since we started this podcast. Johnny, you can whatever. Don't shake your head. Bro, like, out of everybody, you think Atlanta's going to beat them? Listen, Carol- who does Carolina have? I'll put money on both of those division games right now. That, and hopefully uh, you can break even. But I know that I won't lose money. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. But, I mean, just to, just to finish, I got Tampa Bay going 14-3, and three, the closest teams I got to them. I have Atlanta and Carolina tying at 7-10. and 10. I think one of those two teams might sneak out a win right behind them. I know Baker, he – they just came out and said he got the starting job in Carolina, which I think we all knew was going to happen. I don't think it makes much of a difference, man. Tom Brady wins this division with his hands tied behind his back. It's too easy. I don't think him. I don't think him stepping away for a couple weeks in the preseason really makes any difference at all. Because was he really going to play in the first two games? Like, I mean, if he did play in the second game, he might have been in there for a drive or two, scored a touchdown, and went and got some Gatorade. I don't know, man. I. Bro, this man just really said Atlanta was going to be... All right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Listen, you, we can put this bet on right now. Man, you were talking about wanting to bet money. I am all in on Atlanta in this division finishing second. I have them tying in record with Carolina and finish sec- finishing second in this division. I think this is Mariota's big shot. I think he went and sat behind Derek Carr in Las Vegas for a few years and got pissed off, and he's going to go out and show off, man. He did really well in Tennessee when he was there. So... I believe in Marcus Mariota. You guys can give me all the hate you want because you know what? By the end of the season and when they do those two divisional games, I'm going to be walking home with your money. Oh, wow. Okay, so if I put money on both games and they win one, and Atlanta wins one of them, I still break even. I don't think they sweep. But I'll tell you this. Okay. The rest of that division is so garbage outside of the Buccaneers that I'm going to just have for the rest of this season, even though I was big on Carolina last week, which I still am, by the way, Baker got the starting job. Um, I'm going to have a Ricky Bobby motto for that division. If you're not first, you're last. I don't care if Atlanta's second in the division. They're still going to be ass. Like they're all just garbage. All right. Like, but the fact that you're over here saying guaranteed out of those three garbage teams, it's going to be Atlanta to beat them. I think that you might as well just bet on a Super Bowl winner and you probably have a better chance of winning. That is blasphemy to me. The Atlanta will beat Tom Brady. Uh, they might beat the Buccaneers if Tom Brady gets an ACL or something. I could see that. But Tom Brady starting and Atlanta winning, if Tom Brady plays all four quarters, I just don't see that happening. Unless he got drunk the night before or something. I don't know. He, he might be kicking it in Tampa. But Man, like, I just there's got to be some kind of anomaly to happen for that to happen. Every like, year. Every year know. this happens. Every year this happens, Tom Brady just loses a stinker of a game. And I think it's going to be the Atlanta Falcons this year, man. I think Mariota goes and gets it. I hope it's the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, I, I can't, I can't say sorry. that. I can't say that because in my, <laughs> I, I've got Tampa Bay beaten up on us a little bit during the regular season. So... But, yeah, man, you can you can say whatever you want. You can give me all the hate you want. But when Atlanta beats Tampa Bay in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, there ain't going to be shit you can say to me. But, like, you're, <laughs> but like, like, it's one thing to say, like, hey, man, I know this isn't likely, but maybe this happens. You're telling me that a new quarterback at a, on a new team with their main receiver being out on a suspension that's worse than Deshaun's, by the way, uh, for betting on a game he did not play in. But you're telling me that this team, without their starting receiver, is going to be better 
at least enough to beat Tampa Bay in one game? And not only do you think that it's possible, but you think it's likely. I think it's likely. I do. I, really I just wanted you to get on the record with that one. On the record, <laughs> me. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull a Caleb real quick. The Atlanta Falcons will beat Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Atlanta this year. On record, on record. And you know what? I will go ahead and put twenty on that for any takers. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to you right now, man. I just, I think what <laughs> the last the the only thing more ridiculous that I heard today was when Skip Bayless tweeted that Damian Lillard is not a star. No superstar. <laughs> he said superstar. You call it what you want, man. Atlanta ain't beating the Bucks, bro. And if they, like I said. It, any given any given Sunday, it's division. Division sweeps aren't easy, but to say that it's likely and that you specifically chose Atlanta to be that team, it just it baffles me, man. So I'll well, put you twenty dollars on. I'll, I'll put twenty on each game, and if you break even, consider it a win. I'll buy you a beer. Well, what do you what, like, what do you what do you what do you think? Do you think they're gonna sweep the entire division all year? Um, because you know because you know we know this from personal experience being Chiefs fans. It doesn't matter what your record is. We were 0 and 8 or we were 8 and 0 going against the 0 and 8 Raiders in like what 2010, 2012. It was around that time frame. I was still in high school. I don't know the exact year. We lost to the 0 and 8 Raiders who continued to lose the rest of the season. Uh, again, that's just I, a private that's just an example. That's all I'm saying of any given Sunday. And when we went two and fourteen back in what was it twelve, we beat the Packers. Okay, yeah. so and, and another so, example. Thank you for reinforcing. My no, story. I'm just saying like these <laughs> things happen every once in a while. I don't think that it is a like specifically you can choose these things to happen. Nobody goes in and says first. Like, that's like me saying right now that the Cleveland Browns without Deshaun are going to go and win the Super Bowl this year. Like, that's how I feel about it, um, you know. But I, I got to move on to this very to this last topic that's pretty juicy because you brought up the Raiders, and I feel like, um, you know, I, I got to talk to Raiders fans about yet another disappointing thing. You know, 0-8 seasons and 4-13 and on Caleb's radar. Uh, <laughs> I got to say, um, before you do that, before you do that, John, I'm just right, going to yeah, say go this ahead. in the camera. I'm just going to say this. My boy, Matt, Mango. <laughs> that is a worse take than John having New England in the playoffs. That is. It Absolutely really is. not. Absolutely Sorry. not. You think, what, never mind. I'm not even going to get into it I'm, with you. Yep, but it's blasphemous enough to have Patriots going to the playoffs, even getting over seven wins. Do, do you know what happens more? Do you know what happens more often than the Falcons beating Tom Brady? Belichick going to the playoffs. It happens every season. So I think yeah, your takes worse, my man. Does it? Does it happen? <laughs> does it happen every season? When was the last time last Atlanta? Season? When was the last time Atlanta went to the playoffs? That wasn't the year they lost to. Uh, I'm sorry, Bill Belichick. What? Why are you bringing up old shit? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matty Ice ain't there to ruin no more. I know, Matt. Hey, hey, hey! Now, Matty Ice is leading my I, one I, seed this year. I like, I like Matty Ice. That was that was shots for no reason. That was just crossfire. But I'm just saying, man. I 
You can oh, call me man. whatever. Well, you can call me whatever you want. You can hate on me. I'm hating on New England going to the playoffs because it, it really ain't gonna happen. That's okay. You know, we're all Chiefs fans. We can't all agree on everything, or we don't have a show. So I appreciate that you are coming from a different place. I guess I just didn't expect it to be that. Um, <laughs> all right. Um. So. Uh, back to you, Raiders fans. Um, I heard of a hilarious story this last couple days. So um, I don't know if anyone else has seen it, but uh, there was an interview going on uh, for UFC 278. It was Dana White and the Gronks were all hanging out doing a little interview. And basically, Gronkowski kind of dropped the bomb. He said he was talking to Dana and he said, well, I could have been here in Vegas with you for a few years, Dana. And then Dana kind of said, hey, you know, I wasn't going to tell this story, but since we're talking about it, um, he had, uh, from what they said, they had brokered a deal. Uh, they Dana was working with the Raiders to get Tom Brady and Gronkowski to Vegas. This was before he went to Tampa. And I guess John Gruden said he didn't want him. I don't know his reasoning, but, I mean, he ain't there anymore based on his I- ideas. So, um uh, who knows what how he felt about that? It really surprised me. But like, can you imagine? I mean, first off, being such a terrible coach and organization that you didn't want Gronk and Brady there when they just went and won a t- championship in Tampa. Who honestly, I think the Raiders probably had a better overall team if they had those two placed in. Right? Um, it's a tougher division for sure, but. Um, like that that's just insane to me that they would say no to Brady and Gronk. And I think it's even more insane to me that they had to watch them go in a Super Bowl the next year with a shitty Tampa team. Um previously shitty Tampa team. Obviously they were good. They they beat us in the Super Bowl. I'm not gonna, you know, talk too much crap. But um can you imagine an AFC West with Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, and Justin Herbert? No. Absolutely not. And I don't want to. No, division's hard enough as it is. Adding Tom Brady to the mix? No, no, thank you. I, my my blood pressure can't handle that. No, I just can't. <laughs> on a on a weekly basis, Kansas City gives me a heart attack. I mean, every once in a while we get we get that blowout game, but on a weekly basis, man, you tell me I got to play Tom Brady twice a year. I don't want to do that. But to kind of caveat off what you said. I mean, I'll play devil's advocate if I have to. You know what I mean? John Gruden was still there. He was still the head coach when these talks were happening. You know what I mean? And John Gruden is very hard-headed, just like I am. And you know what? They got a solid solid quarterback. They've got Derek Carr. I don't – people talk trash on the guy, but you know what? I don't think he's a Hall of Famer yet. If he ever gets that chip, I think he is. He's just like Phillip Rivers, man. He's very underrated. He's a great QB. I think he runs his offense very well, and he's been in that system for a long time, man. And so I think, you know, yeah, bringing Tom and Gronk in, yeah, it's good for the team. I think we'll go and we'll win a couple chips. But you know what? If you're trying to start a dynasty, if you're trying to have that build process of a team, I think you stick with the guys that got you there. And I kind of understand his outlook on it. Now, turning down arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, and I'm going to go ahead and say the second best tight end of all time, shout out Travis Kelsey. Um, that that would have been rough, man. That's a tough decision, and I'm really glad I wasn't the one that had to make it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to add to that, man, they we don't know what that 
looked like as far as what they would have had to trade or give up for him. But can you, I mean, Tom Brady, if you had Gronk and Darren Waller on on opposite sides of the line and you got Tom Brady throwing the rock, obviously they wouldn't have got Devontae this year if that happened. But um, I don't know, man. I, I could see why Gruden would make that decision depending on what they would have had to give up. And I do, uh, outside of Bo Jackson, I would say Derek Carr is like the only other Raider that I like you know, um, give him, giving him props. And that's in, in Raiders history. I think him and Bo Jackson are the only two on my list, but, um, you don't like Jamarcus Russell. I mean, I like the fact that he didn't do shit. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but I don't know, man. I, I think, um, it was just a very interesting story to come out now, you know, and, and the fact that Gronk was there to say, yes, this really was a thing. Um, I'm really interested to see what those trade talks would have been about. And uh, I would not have been interested to play Tom Brady twice a year. Um, he is our kryptonite. I got respect for him, but I dislike playing him because he is he is the GOAT. He dude wins games. Um, I can't imagine how salty, though, Gruden felt ending the season without a job and watching Tom Brady win that Super Bowl. <laughs> like, he had, Gruden had a bad year, man. He had a bad year. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know, man. I think that's that's tough. <laughs> yeah, I think it was definitely a rough decision. And, man, like I said, I'm, I'm just really glad. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall for those conversations because in my head, those conversations probably got pretty heated as soon as the first person said, I don't want Tom Brady. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the thing was, though, like if you really think – if we got to think about the mindset at that time. So at that time – Tom Brady had just come off of a somewhat underwhelming Patriots season. They lost, if you guys remember, they lost week 17 against Miami to give Kansas City the first seed, right? And then they went on to lose, um, and I want to say they lost to Tennessee. I forget who they lost to, but they they lost their first round. So Tom Brady was coming off of an underwhelming season with the Patriots. Nobody knew what he was going to go to Tampa Bay and do. So if he if they're coming into the Patriot or into the Raiders office and they're coming in with like, hey, give us everything you have for Tom Brady in his old age and Gronkowski off of a year of retirement, that is a pretty tough sale, depending on what you're asking them for. Especially when you already have Derek Carr. Uh, making the playoffs with essentially no offense outside of Josh Jacobs, you know, um, yeah. I think they had Crabtree at the time maybe, but like, you know, it was, uh, it, you know, seeing it right now, knowing Tom Brady can win a championship with the Bucks, even at his age, maybe you're looking at it differently. Maybe you're looking back saying, damn, I wish I would have done it. But I think at the time I'm not necessarily upset with his decision-making. Well, I'm glad I didn't have, I'm glad I'm one that did not have to make a decision on that. I, I would have been salty as hell. Seeing oh yeah, I was like, listen, I'm a Chiefs fan. I was already salty that they won the damn Super Bowl. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, that I, I thought that was one of the more interesting stories this week. Just kind of a little backstory on some of the stuff that goes on off the field, man. Um, and it kind of plays into how what I was asking earlier is, you know, do you guys think a story like that even? messes with the chemistry a little bit i guess you can't really be mad if you're in tampa that happened before he went to tampa but i don't know i'm curious to see what happens this year after all the stories broke you know him trying to go to miami just this off season um things like that you know 
Um, I think he's just trying to buy Miami now. (laughs) 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 He's going to retire and get that Fox contract and go ahead and go buy Miami real quick. (laughs) Not not a bad place to retire, man. I love Miami. Maybe not in the summer, but (laughs) yeah. Ah, man. Do you guys have anything else to add to that other than, you know, Raiders don't have Tom Brady this year and they're going to go four and 13. Yeah, I have I actually I have I have them ten and seven actually I have them being decent I, but I know Caleb's got them four and thirteen I got them seven and ten man I think like I, I think that division's real rough and I think they got an automatic at least four or five losses just coming in that division you know what I mean and I to be completely honest I don't know their strength of schedule by heart but I don't see them being a very good team man I got them finishing seven and ten they might squeak it out and get over five hundred I I'm probably wrong on a couple games but. They're going to be middle of the road. They're not going to get it done. And especially being in a division with Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson with two very good teams behind both of those quarterbacks. And can't forget about Justin Herbert in L.A., man. Like, I, I think Chiefs and Chargers are top of that division, and Denver's probably pulling up last place. <laughs> so we might we might have Las Vegas finishing in third place with 7-10, and 10, but <clears throat> I think it's very underwhelming the next few years. Yeah, no, they're not even a middle-of-the-road team. I, <laughs> no, as far as I'm concerned. Why, still, why uh, is everyone so down on the Raiders this year? Like, like, listen, I don't like the Raiders either, but they may, they beat the Chargers to make the playoffs last year. So why does everyone think that the Raiders adding such a huge player is going to make them worse? I mean, like, I'm already upset that people think us losing Tyreek is going to take three games off of our record. The fact that people think that adding Devontae Adams to that roster is going to take six games off the record is insane to me. I, I don't, don't necessarily want them to do well, but like, oh, <laughs> come just, on. See, see, and this you, with, you, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you mentioned that the Raiders beat the Chargers to go into the playoffs last year. Do you remember the last two minutes of that game? They were tied. The reason the Raiders won, and I'm not, I'm not saying that it's, it, it is what it is. The Chargers went for the dub. They could Thank have tied you for the bringing game. This they, up. Could have, Thank you. they could have tied the game, and they both could have gone into the playoffs, right? They both would have made it. But the Chargers went for the dub. They took the chance, and they did exactly what I think any of us would have done. Because in that moment, going to the playoffs, I want a dub. I'm sorry. Screw the Raiders at that point. Go home. Go back to Vegas and cry about it in the toilet bowl. You know, Arrowhead West. You know, I, I don't know what to say, man. It's, it's just I think the Chargers are a tough team, and they're a lot better than what they showed in Week 17 last year. Or week 16 but, last year. But, but I agree. They are better than they were in that game specifically. But you have to remember that they were in that position for a reason. You are in week 17, wherever you stand before that first kickoff, you are in that position because of your long-term success over four months of football. So the fact that you are playing against a Raiders team without Devontae Adams and the winner of that game goes to the playoffs and you lose, regardless of how you risked it, you're in that position for a reason. I think the Raiders got better. I don't think the Chargers got much better. They made some offseason moves. They extended some people, but they're not going to be, I don't think, that much better outside of chemistry. On paper, these guys should have already been 13-4 and four last year, but they're not. They can't get it done. For whatever reason, the Chargers organization is cursed with blowing just – they can't finish in the fourth quarter. I think they had the lowest point differential for a team that didn't make the playoffs last year. That's pretty nuts because they just keep losing these games by a field goal. 
they can't finish in the end. And if you can't finish in the end, you're not even going to make it to the conference finals. So why are you even trying? I think that that's just kind of the team they are. I think the Raiders, and we're talking about regular season, the Raiders aren't going to go from, what were they last year, 9-8 and eight, to 4-13 and 13 adding Devontae unless they have some kind of crazy injury. That's my opinion. I know we stacked the division, but you got to remember, that's only six games, and they already were losing four of them. So even if the Broncos come in and start beating them up, I don't think they lose six games, five games off the record. Listen, I'm going to tell it the same way a Raiders fan would be telling the story. They want to see the Chiefs fail. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's just that's just how it is. I I I don't really have any more to say. I hate I mean, the Raiders, and I you know what? If they lost every game this season, I'd laugh my ass off. Go ahead, Mango. Now I know, like history has shown us, the Chargers they like to choke. They that's what they do, man. It happens every year. But you know what? What was last last season was Justin's what first or second year starting. He's still very young, and that kid has a freaking cannon. His football IQ is out of this world, and he has talent around him. Let that man develop. I I think they're going to be a lot better, and I think that they're going to really start showing out once he really gets the groove of things. I think he's well on his way there, and he's looking like a franchise quarterback, man. I think that he's got the leadership skills and the talent to take him places. I think that. That choking streak might be about done. I think I, I agree. I mean, he's definitely a franchise quarterback, and they have the talent around them. I don't, I, I don't like pointing fingers, man. Maybe it's a coaching issue. I don't know what it is, but I feel like even when they had Philip Rivers, Antonio Gates, they had, they still have Keenan Allen. They have all these people around them. They had a great defense. They had LT. They still can't get it done. It, something about them. They will sell tickets for the regular season, but they cannot do anything afterwards. I mean, they're like they're like the 76ers of the NFL. Like they will destroy the regular season and then they they shit the bed. I don't know what it is. Um, that was probably a bad analogy, but either way, I just don't see them doing anything. At least the at least yeah. the 76ers just are injury riddled. I don't even know what to say yeah. about the Chargers. They just can't finish, dude. <laughs> I mean, they just, they just can't finish. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I guess we'll just I, have to I, I'm going off history. You know, if you couldn't tell from my my season standings, I got the Patriots making the super or making the playoffs because that's what they do. I got the Chargers not making the playoffs because that's what they do. You, yeah, I, I heard you slip up and say you had the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and if you got I, I, the playoffs, you might have them going to the Super Bowl. Why did I have them going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> it's Bill Belichick, right? <laughs> Sorry, I told you I'm going with history. I, when I said Patriots, I almost said Super Bowl. It was it was messed up. But I don't I don't know, man. I think that um, I, I'll even say this. <laughs> I I will say. I think there's a bet. I don't even know how serious I am when I say this. I think there's a better chance for Atlanta to win a game against the Buccaneers <laughs> than the Chargers to win this division. I'm not saying the Chargers are going to win this division. Not this year. Not next year. Oh, I think. I think there's a better chance for Atlanta to. I think Atlanta can do a split over the Chargers, even making the playoffs, because they can't help it. It's who they are. They don't want to. Maybe they. 
I don't know. LA's got beautiful weather. Maybe they want some time off. You know, like it's one of the only places that's still seventy degrees in February. Maybe they just want to have a nice place to well, chill. Well, I mean, I mean, if they if they the wanted playoffs. to do that, if they wanted to do that, they should have done it last year and played at home for the Super Bowl. But they didn't because they don't know how to finish. Yeah. And again, it's not that they can't finish in week seventeen. It's multiple weeks in a row to put them in that position. Um, it's it's real unfortunate, man. I I like Herbert actually. He's my favorite player on that team. I actually like the kid. But you know, Caleb, just to kind of finish it off, I know you got your computer right there. Uh, can you tell me what the Chargers and Raiders record was going into that game last season? Give I think me that's one gonna second. be I think that's gonna be an important factor because I don't necessarily re- I don't remember it by heart, but I know the AFC was it was pretty close last year. Pretty sure they were both eight and eight. Let me get that figure for you. Maybe even nine, maybe even nine and seven a piece right. or something, or like yeah, it was something like that though. It was it was bad. They were right. going for seven C, and the fact that the Chargers were supposed to be that like what we're talking about, these same predictions of them going thirteen and four, twelve and five, all that crap, that was all last season too, and it was the season before that. Pretty much every season other than the first year without Phillip Rivers has been this exact same thing. Oh, they're the only team that can beat the Chiefs. They're always they're always this. They're always that. The regular season gods. They're going to be like, you know, 10 and 4 at some point, and then they just lose four straight or something. Like, I don't know. Just you know, <laughs> if, I am being, if I'm being completely unbiased, because, you know, at this point, everybody knows. Like, I'm, I'm very <laughs> – I'm pretty biased when it comes to the Chiefs. But uh, you know, if I'm uh, if I'm being completely unbiased, you're talking about teams to beat the Chiefs, who could beat the Chiefs. I really think it's the Chargers. You, I know you're completely against me on that opinion. I'm not. I think, I think I think the Broncos get there in a couple years. I think it's going to be a lot more competitive. But I think right now, this year, next year, and probably the next five years from now, it's going to be it's going to be tough, man. I think the Chargers they always play us tough, but. I think they're going to be going for top of the division. They're tired of seeing us win back to back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> hey man, I, I I get what you're saying, but I actually I actually do not disagree with you. You're talking about a team that could beat the Chiefs, the yeah. Raiders and the Chargers. You can look, you can Google it. I mean, the Raiders and Chargers both will split games with us, unless your name is the Broncos no. and you haven't beat us in nine years. You will maybe beat us a game or two. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I'm I'm uh, sorry, Broncos, but I'm saying a team that has a chance to win the AFC West other than the Chiefs in the next five years is the LA Chargers. I will say this. I've got everybody in our division with a winning record. Every single person. What did you say they were last year, both nine and seven? Is that what you said? It was something like that. Eight and eight, maybe nine and seven. They were both nine and seven. Both nine and seven. There you go. There so they go. were both they were both middle of the road teams. Yeah, they were both fighting for a wild card spot. Yeah, so you're talking oh. about a middle of the road Chargers team that's done nothing really this offseason except for extend players. But and then you you've have got a Raiders to, team who added Devontae. You have to remember, man, Justin Herbert's young. I know he's very talented, but he's making mistakes too. They're making mistakes on the defensive side of the ball too. I'm not saying they're not, but it's another one of those situations. They've got the talent. They just got to bring it together. I, hey, I am fully that, – that's actually a huge part of why I think that they don't get better. Derek Carr is a veteran. He's shown almost every season that this man gets passing yards with freaking Michael Crabtree, and you might as well have Jamarcus Russell out there that he's throwing to. He's getting his yards, all right? 
Um, but like you got you're but, giving him Devonte Adams, and you're telling me that this veteran quarterback is going to lose to the same Chargers team with this young guy. I agree. Justin Herbert is probably – I wouldn't be surprised if he won a championship in his tenure with the Chargers, right? But I just don't think this is that year. I don't I don't see it. I'm not saying it's going to be this year. Like I said, I just, I've said it a few times. I don't think they're going to beat us in the next two or three years. But give them, give them the next five years, half a decade. I think they get it all together, man. They're still missing some pieces. You know, looking. This is the most. Looking at the Chiefs, this is the most complete team. I won't say that I've ever seen, but it's definitely the most complete Chiefs team I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Like we have depth at all positions. We look really, really solid at damn near everywhere except for D back, and we're getting there with that as well, man. I mean, I I really think give them a couple years. The GM's gonna get it figured out. They're gonna get the talent they need in the right spots. They've got a lot of young guys too, which is really key. You know, I mean, Keenan Allen. Yeah, he's He's getting up there. But other than that, I mean, they don't really have any guys they're going to lose in the next five, six years. You know what I mean? Not, not At least not to just, you know, aging out or retiring, whatever they're going to do. I think they've got a solid group of core guys that they're really going to look to build around, and they're going to be a scary team. But we're just going to have to wait and see, I guess. You know, it's, it's one of those things, like we were talking about, any given Sunday. They look really good this year. They could crap the bed next year and get rid of all their team. You know, <laughs> you know we've seen it before. So, so the last thing I think we'll talk about is um, we'll, we'll keep it really brief too. I'm kind of just thinking of this right now. You know, you think about all the quarterbacks we have now. Even though Tom Brady's not a Raider, uh, sorry guys, but um, no, you're do not. Do you think I'm not? I'm not. Uh, do you guys think that the AFC West combined will have sixteen thousand yards? Now, are you talking passing, passing yards, passing, passing yards. yards? Yeah. So I'm like, that's, that's an average of 4,000 between Mahomes, Wilson, Derek Carr, and Justin. Right. I think that they could possibly even go for 17, I 17, think they, five. I'm going to say, think, yeah, I think you're shooting it low. I think you're shooting it low uh, because I don't, I don't necessarily think one of them's not going to get 4,000 yards, but I really see, I can see Derek Carr, Patty Mahomes going over 5,000. Mm-hmm. I really could. I really, I agree. really could. I could. I could see the average for the whole division if you if you tallied it all. I could see the average being around that forty three to forty five hundred mark. That's what, exactly yeah. what I was going to say. I see forty five hundred being. I, I see that being the sweet spot. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's going to be a really fun, fun season to watch. Um, I still have the Chiefs going five and one in the division. Um, believe it or not, I have them losing the last week of the season against the Raiders in a we're sitting people game. Possibly. I don't know. We're, I have them as a third seed, so they probably won't sit anybody. I just – I felt like we weren't going to sweep this division. Um, I could see the Raiders is who we generally split with. Uh, last year it was the Chargers. So it kind of goes back and forth with Chargers and Raiders, so I picked them. Um, that's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch, man. Like I said, I don't have a single one of these teams having a losing season, though I only have the Chiefs making the playoffs. It's very interesting. <laughs> We've got a lot of things to cover this season, boys. I can't. <laughs> There's, it's going to be fun. I can't. Oh, I can't wait to talk so much shit. I'm ready to take y'all boys' lunch money. I'm really. I'm ready to see Ooh. that trophy just sitting right over my head up here. I think it's going to look real good back there. Oh, man. Yeah, y'all starting all this, just know I want mine to be real gold. Real gold. But right, well, 
You can buy uh, your you can buy your participation trophy in whatever color you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm the gonna, Patriots. I, 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 and I don't you know, know what? For you being in last place, Mary, I'm gonna buy you a golden toilet bowl. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's gonna it's gonna be the same toilet bowl as the Browns Texans game week thirteen. Uh, but man, hey man, with that, I we're way over on time. I don't know how many of these segments I'm gonna be having to cut, but I know this is a long episode. Uh, just just so much to talk about man uh, i'm really excited we only have like one more episode before we can really start seeing stuff happen in the regular season um knock has submitted all of his picks i know he's not on today but he has submitted all of his picks so we'll be going over that right before week one starts um and i, I think you know we all have very different standings some things are the same but a lot is different i'm really interested to see where uh where everything goes and where the shit talk leads raiders but, trash uh, yeah yeah i mean the raiders are trash in all of our divisions i have them actually getting i think third in the division but um you know i appreciate everybody who's been watching the show i've been getting a lot receiving a lot of love from you guys and private messages comments all that stuff so i really appreciate you guys um you know last thing is you know if you guys are planning on putting any bets on any of the crap we're talking about it's the same thing we're gonna do uh, we're affiliated with a lot of the sports books, as you can see in the comments below. We're going to have the links for all of our sports books Caesars, DraftKings, FanDuel, and a few more. Uh, if you use our referral codes, you get a free deposit match up to $1,000, and it helps out the stream. So if you know you think our quality sucks or something, you know, help us out, man. We'll get some new equipment. <laughs> um, but, man, no, just appreciate you guys for being on here as well. And as always, stay up, guys. We'll see you on next week. Always. You know what? Forget it. Four and thirteen. So- sorry. Damn. Sorry.